0: Hello, Tikis Welcome to Chatty Amigas, a podcast where two friends approach everyday problems and find practical solutions. We are your hosts. I'm Mafe. And I'm Ella. And in today's podcast, we
1: will be talking about anemoya. Ooh, mm. anemoya. What
0: is that? <laughs> How can you eat it? How can you eat it? <laughs> um. <laughs> It's a word that I think a lot of people don't even know what it is. So didn't what didn't is, know. yeah, so I didn't either <laughs> until I like <laughs> thought about something I was like, oh, let me this and, and I found and we are, it's, it's a lot, we're gonna, yeah. it's exciting. So what is Animoya? How can it affect certain people because it doesn't affect everyone, which is mm-hmm. interesting. We're gonna talk and, about it. Yes. And how can this be healthy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so stay tuned and join us for the team so it's interesting because like how can this be healthy how can something you don't even know ex- can exist be healthy for you <laughs> exactly so tell us what is anemoya first of all me you want me to say yeah i defined the definition <laughs> <in a second. laughs> okay so is. Technically not even a real word. Ta-da! <laughs> You're welcome, world. <laughs> it's, it's not in a lot of dictionaries, but I did find it in some places. Um, but essentially, it was invented by a writer named John Koenig. I think that's how you say his name. Sorry if we killed it, if I killed it. Sorry, John. Um, yeah, sorry, John. So it's a word that it's defined as nostalgia for a time you've never known. So there are people out there that severely are so in love with a, a time frame or even a place uh-huh. um, that they're just so in love, but they've never lived in that time frame or they've never been to this place, but they just can't stop like thinking about it, feeling nostalgia for it, obsessing over it to a degree. They're just hit my mic again. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not used to this thing. Yet. So it's very interesting. And in the research that I was doing, there are only two words in the entire world that can explain the feeling of animoia. (laughs) Uh Can you imagine that? And um, so I will find it for you. I have it here. (laughs) 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 I'm just looking for it. I don't know where it went. I got it. We good. We good. So um, we're going to leave all the links and the references um, of blah, blah, blah we're going to reference everything we're discussing in descriptions down below so you take a gander at it if you'd like so the first link, the first word is actually in german so all for all our german listeners i'm sorry if i kill it but uh, i'm not german (laughs) um but the word is so in germany in, or in the german language is described as an intense yearning or longing for something that you can't quite pin down or explain so that is kind of a good way to explain a feeling of anamoya. um another uh, word that hits home to me because it's portuguese is the word saudade and it's i personally feel that anamoya probably hits more at home with um saudade it, it literally means um it, it has a touch of of uh, melancholy to the word mm-hmm. it's a deep emotional state of longing um and it's such a serious thing i guess that like the song fado which is very known in portugal it can correlate a lot with the word saudade so you need to understand and f- and know what saudade feels like to sing fado well like that's how intense this is and it's a yearning and it means a yearning for a happiness that has passed or perhaps never even existed so for me i thought that hit and, and amoya pretty spot on that and that's interesting
1: you say because uh, during the research i did you know it, it, it needs to be noted that it's not only a specific per- period of time like like for example or happy childhood because we, we find that your and sometimes we wish we could go back to our childhood and that's kind of like a little bit of animoia. but that's not not the only manifestation as the website said it it said that more abstract manifestations are possible like you were saying such as the ability to experience the longing for values and ideals of a previous generation you can actually feel the need for 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 that generation for that time for that era even though you never lived in it
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um it's just interesting because the the nostalgic that triggers that you feel can actually help you um if you're having a bad day if you're feeling down it could uplift one's mood in or if is even if you're in a state of depression, so there was this one um doctor, a uh, doctor Tim Wellschucht. I'm sorry, I'm if I'm saying it wrong. I'm not German. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> sorry, Doctor Tim. Doctor Tim. Sorry, Doctor um, Tim. He worked for that. <laughs> My bad, Doctor. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> um. Like I'm Doctor Tim, It's fine, Buffy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Doctor Tim is like, girl, you better say my my signals right after my last name, my MD. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what he did was he actually did um an experiment where he found that women who survived the Holocaust experienced um, a scenario when they were imprisoned, and the example they give here is, and this um article I. It, I don't, I can't even pronounce. It's just a bunch of words put together. Um, not words, letters. So letters. I can't, I don't even yeah. know. So we'll reference it down below. Feel free to take a gander at it. But it says that, let's say, for instance, you were held prisoner in a cold environment for months. If you used to be in a warmer environment before being placed there, you'll most likely think back about those days where you felt that warmth and it'll uplift your mood even just a tiny bit. So when Dr. Tim did his research for towards women that survived the Holocaust experience, he noticed that they did that as well. And with that, they also did um, uh, research in China where they had a bunch of some students where they took that they realized that if they were in a colder classroom versus a warmer classroom, they went back to Anamoya. They would think about good memories, nostalgia, because apparently when you're in a colder environment, it brings back nostalgicness. I don't know why nostalgicness, because that's a real word. It brings back nostalgia to people. And um, they noticed that those people that went back they felt warmer. So it's actually um, in a sense, a way to survive. So just like certain people can look up for food or do certain things to survive, this is a, a survival method to help people when they're going through something difficult. And I found that to be quite fascinating and how NMW is directly uh, connected with it. Go ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and just going right along with what you're saying that the research I did was talking also about how that anemo can be expressed in multiple ways and it doesn't it does not have to manifest in ways that are or like that produce completely negative feelings you know it actually can help feel that little bit of nostalgia like if you're going through something and you remember a nicer time or a better time or or you picture how that era that you're really obsessed with or that you love or that place could actually make you very happy. And it said that it was very much like a manifestation of quote-unquote the good old days mentality because it develops into thinking that everything was better in the past and that our present and future are destined for infer- inf- inferiority. But it could just help out I mean if we're going through a rough time and we're kind of nostalgic and and feeling uh, a little bit in in that sense it could
0: actually like you said help help us boost our mood Mm -hmm. and I did some reading which I don't know what I did with it for the life of me but (laughs) it said that sometimes you gravitate more towards uh, a time frame where you had a lot of influence or there's like this, you had so much of it visually there. Um, Mafia is going to touch based on that why a lot of the newer and younger generation love the 90s so much. So I'm not going to talk about that. But like when you're constantly bombarded, it helps when with a certain time frame um and a lot of people tend to escape to animoia or have that happening because they're looking and this is where I can't find the article I know I read it real quick I was like that makes sense and then it poof gone (laughs) Uh but um it's a way to um fill up when you're when there's like a need when there's like a something that you need to connect with or you went through a, a situation where it was traumatic and like you're you're missing it fills that void in and people tend to gravitate towards that it's like a fantasy in a way which is why we saw so much of it happening during pandemic i don't know if um people are aware but there there is and w- there was in the past i feel like there was a big explosion especially in the beginning of pandemic with cottagecore um so everything looked like with what cottagecore oh, oh it's wow. a thing girl girl i have so. no
1: idea what that is go ahead google it google it
0: it's pretty That's the thing. It's pretty. It it brings you back to the times where things were simple, supposedly, because honestly, that really never existed. Um, so it's kind of like 1800s vibes in the English countryside of England with flowers blooming everywhere. And everyone's having picnics with bunnies and kittens around them and amazing, gorgeous looking pastries that you get to eat. And we're all wearing puffy sleeves and these beautiful poofy dresses that are whimsical. That's why the strawberry dress was such a big deal at one point, because people were going through such a difficult time that these fantasy like things helped calm people down. So, like, a lot of Instagram or Pinterest was just Cottagecore all over the place. Or um, Sorry. they had, uh, <laughs> what, what? I hit my mic. Oh, girl, same. <laughs> we just hitting it left and right. So, that was, like, a really big thing. Um, it, I, since then, I think we've branched out to, like, academia, like, dark academia, like, academia, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's pretty. But, like, I remember Cottagecore, like, there was, like, big explosion of it at one point.
1: And that's right along with what you're saying. The website was also mentioning that, you know, Anemoya can elicit strong and meaningful bonds between ourselves and another time. You know, in other words, it can be said to be an effective method of like mental time travel because it allows us to experience profound emotional connection with imagery, sounds, and people that we would never otherwise experience or we would never otherwise have met. And, you know, these are people that we not only have never met or places place that we've never been to, they could actually not even exist in the real world, right? It's just, it's just stuff that we imagine and just makes us feel better. But yet somehow you feel like you know them, and you miss them and you need them. But there are no explanations for, for this, you know, beyond the fact that our minds are seated with powerful emotional cues that are triggered by an instinct 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 instinctive <laughs>
0: <laughs> good job it's okay
1: recognition of someone else's emotional reality so it, it's a powerful thing mm-hmm. and he, when it when it does happen and you don't know it's happening it could be a little overwhelming because you're like why am i yearning for this place or this time that i have never even lived here but you can also look at it from a perspective of mental time travel you take a break from your reality and go live in a peaceful place for a little bit and come back
0: mm-hmm. can you can you touch on the 90s thing yes so another Please. website you get to uh, manage- touch <laughs> on it
1: go ahead Do <laughs> spill the tea girl spill i'm it. gonna ask uh spill the tea so another website and again it was just a couple of letters mixed right i don't i wouldn't even know how to say it and i don't i couldn't find his name to give him some credit, but we're gonna link that website below so you guys can read it um it was mentioning uh in his blog about why are we experiencing anemoya why are younger ex-
0: generation i ge- don't know uh, go ahead sorry <laughs> girl <laughs> yes uh i just wanted to throw something but i'll go ahead just do my brain it things too fast i'm sorry um sorry not sorry but i love you thank you um so i don't know if a lot of people picked up on it because i feel like a lot of people my age haven't noticed which is weird to me <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you um a lot not every but a lot they don't notice that the 90s late 90s early 2000s are like alive and kicking right now it's such a thing oh yeah the fashion oh you know that but like oh, that. a yeah. lot of people don't i'm like you don't you can't tell like remember yeah points. it's like we wore and that's the thing it's funny because they're picking up on a lot of stuff from the 90s and this younger generation is so obsessed with the 90s and friends was like a huge thing still is you know like things that happened from the 90s shows music um couples that were like big in the 90s um, Lizzie McGuire stuff the way they dress um, the chokers um, the the coat thingies a bomber jacket. I just feel bad because I feel like a lot of the stuff I genuinely didn't like are so big right now and I've had conversations with a lot of people that grew up in the late 90s early 2000s like me and they all say yeah we, it kind of sucks because everything I didn't like is in right now and all the stuff i like never came back (laughs) right right i I remember you know what was really big i'm gonna tell you you know what was really big in that time stuff from the 70s that was what was really big in the 90s late early 2000s late 90s because people had we had bell bottoms everyone had bell bottoms everyone had their hair loosey-goosey guys were getting froze with the skateboarding and whatnot sometimes um (laughs) They, they, the 70s show was really big, 70s. It, mm-hmm. The music had a 70s vibe to it, wording to promote things that were those 70s style groovy bubbles. Like these were really big things in that time frame, and it doesn't pop up now, which I think is interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, but a lot of stuff like the butterflies, I've seen the butterfly clips come back, which I mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's their childhood right there. Yeah. So why is it that? Go ahead. Go ahead well thank you for giving me some permission (laughs) (laughs) so the research
1: the guy said you know why are the younger generation or why are we you know experiencing some animoia and it said that you know right now at the same time you know we are living in a decade where the world feels much closer than it's ever felt before he continues to say the internet has expanded and evolved greatly in the past 20 years in our you know entrenched in a web culture that is just filled with the random, for example, like memes, viral videos, and so on. So he says we're connected even more with those that did experience like the 80s and 90s or like the 70s, right, as they were occurring. So in a sense, those individuals can share that nostalgia because of the World Wide Web. And, you know, it also means that we're going to be marketed as advertised nostalgia as we are grouped into that. Same broad age range of millennials, even if we don't necessarily hold the same experiences and memories as older people in our group. And that is absolutely true because even some younger people that have never lived in the 90s, you know,
0: they were barely born like 10 years ago, they love the 90s. Oh, like, again, people they feel, that are 22 were born in 2000.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I'm just yeah. like, even Go the ahead. ones that are like
0: even younger than that. Oh, they yeah, just yeah.
1: they feel connected they want to use it or be like trendy in the clothing and the music and then stuff like that right because a lot of us that are older were basically the ones that invented the internet right and
0: we're the ones <laughs> <That's> that sh- <laughs> well, i don't know about that that's like if we want to have a whole conversation about but, that no. like did lamar helped invent wi-fi in the 40s so that's how old Wi-Fi is. But like the, the internet as we it. know it. That's what I mean. They had it for a while in the military. Um, yeah, but we that, that's,
1: well, you're getting, you're going too deep. I mean, like. I know,
0: that's just my brain. I'm sorry. I,
1: I mean, like. We the, use it the most. Like the internet, like Messenger, like Microsoft yeah, Messenger. AOL. Remember AOL, that? MySpace. Hotmail. That's, <laughs> that's what I mean. The internet yes, as yes. we know it now. This is our generation, right? And we're sharing our stuff with the younger culture, the younger generations, and now they yearn for that time. And that's is just part of the internet that we get to share these things, and they get to love it, and they get to time travel.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, speaking of time travel, do you just want to do tea time real quick? Yes, I do. I think that's a great transition. Okay. So, guess what? It's tea time. Tea time time <laughs> so tea time is when we answer one question that has been submitted to us by one of our listeners and today's questions
1: question golly was sent to us by time traveler thank you time traveler this person thank you. this person said if you can pick any decade to live in for a month
0: which would it be I know exactly what decade I would live in. Do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first?
1: I, this question took <laughs> me by surprise. I mean, I, so you guys, I don't know if, I don't want to spoil if you're going to talk about.
0: Should I go first? Do you want to go first? No, me? Go okay. Then you could just like go about it. So I was absolutely hands down live in the mid to late seventies for a month in Portugal specifically. And it's something I'm really passionate about. Why? Why would I want to do that? Because that's when my family was, um, you know, they were in their 20s, their 30s. They were living together. They were having a grand all time. I've been super, um, I've been told many stories from that time frame. I was shared many experiences. um, And I think that it would be really nice to live that in real life. So that's why I would pick that.
1: (laughs) And, And that's a little... Like a little sense of animoya, right? Wanting, oh yeah. Wanting to be there,
0: experience what they experience, you know. With my mom and my dad and like my aunt's experience and my cousins. Yeah. yeah. I would love that. Experience that togetherness. Yeah. And so see,
1: for me, because Mela understands a whole lot more about animoia because she yearns a little bit for that for that time time, time frame <laughs> for that era, right? Mm-hmm. And I just don't so that's why at the beginning of the podcast we said how Mela asked you know she said how can it affect certain people because it doesn't affect everybody like like not all of us feel the same and when we were talking about this this podcast she specifically asked me you know is there an era like a time frame that you want to live in that you year for and I'm like no
0: <laughs> but if you had to pick let, let's like let's, no 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 i know
1: but that's what i was just wanting to touch on that because we said how it could affect certain people in that not, not, not everybody right but i guess honestly because i am a 90s baby i think i would like to be maybe like in the 80s and just be in that time frame like late 80s early 90s because i would like to live around that transition where everything was still kind of quote-unquote old school, and then it started becoming more techy, more advanced per se, I think I would like to live in that, in that time frame and see the changes and see a change for the better.
0: So would you want to live some in another, like where, where then? Because not everything was so advanced over that time frame. Oh, I don't know. I didn't think about it that much. The U.S.? You would want to stay in the U.S. then or like somewhere... Maybe, maybe japan no, you know what canada
1: oh, oh perhaps japan or perhaps the u.s because you know i was born in Colombia, and things were different i guess i would like to experience it in a more developed country that would be, that would be interesting yeah, yeah that would be very interesting actually cool
0: huh. yeah yeah with the big poofy hair yeah <laughs> <that's quite> an <laughs> afro or something my no, bingo. that's the '70s, girl. You're going, you're going too back. No, but for 80s, you '80s, you had oh, with me. Yeah, people yes. had the afros, or the hippies had like the loose natural hair. Uh-huh. Oh, the fair faucet hair, where it like flailed out, so pretty. oh yeah. Yes, that is. Pretty. I got my hair cut to imitate that. The modern version of it. I was like, yes, yes, I want that. Do it, do it. Well, you did hair. already. <laughs> it's <laughs> late it's late
1: i'm tired <laughs> did it you already did so well time traveler we hope that that was interesting for you that was an mm-hmm. interesting question yeah, sure. thank yes thank you
0: Yeah, thank you so, so that, <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead you go ahead you do it no you go oh god so
1: that was the tea time portion for today If you would like to have one of your questions featured on on one of our upcoming episodes, please, please feel free to go on our website and fill out the portion under Tea Time, send us a DM on social media, or send us a message directly from the Q&A portion
0: under Tea Time on Spotify. Okay, so since we've been discussing so much about animal and how it's ties in with nostalgia, we, I decided to do some, um, sleuthing, you know, I love that word. Sleuthing. I like that word. <laughs> sleuthing. Yeah. Um, and I found, uh, the New York times talks, if it's good for you, like, is it good? And it, the answer is quite a bit research shows. Ooh, yeah. So interesting. So it's very long. Um, I'm not going to read everything. Um, but Dr. Ced- S.edekitis, <laughs> okay. um, Constantine. There you go. He, Dr. Constantine, um, he said that he likes to give up the nostalgia sometimes um, because it made him feel good about himself and his relationships and provided a texture to his life and gave him strength to move forward when things were tough. So, this is when nostalgia is healthy for us. Um, because it can counteract loneliness, boredom and anxiety. We've already touched on it with why anemone is such a big thing nowadays with everything going on outside. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense. It also helps make people more generous to strangers and more tolerant of outsiders, which I thought was very interesting because what happens is they start relating. If they start going back to nostalgia or an animoia, they start thinking how people were. Because that's the thing about nostalgia. You don't remember necessarily the bad stuff in a way it's not right. really consistent because you think of just the good things like the good old times. So people don't really think about the negative. So when you think of the good, the good, the good, then you start remembering. Oh, these people were like this. They used to say hi on the streets. They used to ba Well, you know what? People still say hi on the streets where I live. You know, not right. everywhere. But you start people because it's not so common. They start thinking, oh, at that time, and depending on where you live, not everyone said hi all the time. But you know, cities—they're not. They usually not high high by people. Mm-hmm. Um, but think people don't remember that they think, oh, back in the day, they say hi and bye. Um, so it lets you become more tolerant of everyday people, of the strangers, of outsiders, because you start relating a lot with the stuff in the past. It helps also couples feel closer and look happier when they're sharing nostalgic memories. Hmm. And then it's also good because like we've mentioned on cold days or in cold rooms, people use nostalgia to literally feel warmer. Um, it just, you just need to be careful with it because it does have its painful side. It's a bittersweet emotion. Um, so you have to just make sure that when you talk about it it's not like to the point where you're driving yourself into depression where you're not looking forward for the future like it's supposed to help us to feel optimistic and inspired about the future and it's supposed to help us feel a little bit more human um i don't know do you have anything you want to throw in there <laughs> yeah i was
1: just going to say if i could because i was just reading this this last little paragraph on my research mm-hmm. and he mentioned that uh, when we go through those types of, of things, or, or when we start experiencing changes that lead us to Anemoya, it's, you know, where we are perhaps feeling at one, uh, at one of our lower points in life, or we are uh, transitioning to a new point in our lives where we may be alone. And, mm-hmm. you know, because of how inherently connected we are, like due to the internet, However, we're capable of getting to that same nostalgic state that we so desperately enjoy and crave mm-hmm. different experiences that aren't inherently our own. These in turn can help raise our mood and lead to more pro-social behaviors. So it can be, I mean, it is a good thing because like you were saying, you look at it from a positive perspective, like, oh, it was so good back then. We did this, we did that. And it could bo- like make your mood go up boost your mood and it can help you react differently like in social situations be more proactive instead of Mm -hmm. focusing on the negative all the time
0: Mm -hmm. and um there's something that a psychologist I think it's a psychologist um no yes no I don't know a Stephen Stills (laughs) (laughs) sorry if you are doctor sorry It doesn't say doctor, though, so I'm assuming no, but um, he said, um, don't let the past remind us of what we are not in now. The sense of loss and dislocation has repeatedly been linked to both physical and mental illness. This is what I was mentioning earlier, but um it it can have its good. So something I've really enjoyed here is that it can help um, people when they're going through transitions in life. They noticed um Erica Hepper is a psychologist from England. So they found that her and her colleagues have found that nostalgia levels tend to be high among young adults. Then they dip in the middle age range and rise again during old age. Is that interesting? They sure. say, yeah, it's because it helps us uh, deal with transitions. The young adults are just moving away from home and or starting their first jobs. So they fall back on memories of family events, pets and friends in school. Then when you're in your middle age, um, you do enjoy nostalgizing. That's the word they, they use for that. Um, but because you're just like enjoying the now, like things are like nice and and you like focus on that more, I guess. Um, because you're building those nostalgic to be memories. So um, that's apparently, it's called anticipatory nostalgia. And then after that, when people are, you know, they're older, they just think about their past. So here it says um, that the, the older people think of those were the days, um, but you just had to be careful to like not f- focus completely on that because it's not healthy for your mental well-being right but they can focus on the past in an existential way what was my life meant Uh, how can they potentially benefit people like think of it in a nice way so it can help people that are like you know older thinking of like oh this was nice I appreciated this I'm glad I experienced this. I'm so glad I have my family now or whoever that I experienced this with, or the, the fact that you just have like an experience that's so awesome. And no one could ever take that away from you. Right. So, yeah. It's just, I just thought that was really interesting. That is, uh, that is
1: really good. And, and it's true. I, I, you know, I found that very interesting when he said that too, that it's, uh, it usually happens not all the time. Right. But whenever we're having those changes right if we're having lows in our life or transitioning to something like unknown then that is kind of our comfort zone to just go back to those happy times or happy memories or like if you're obsessed from a movie from like the 1940s and you know it was like the perfect movie and it's so fun and you just love that movie and you're you know you yearn to be there with those people that's kind of like your happy your happy place right Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of it's normal to feel like that if we're going through like any changes or transitioning because we're trying to find that like that comfort because we crave and we enjoy like that type those type of things
0: you know yeah so to sum everything up and <laughs> and nostalgia it can be good it's nice to think about it don't forget to live in the now because it's not healthy but whenever you need a picker upper and you want to throw yourself in a time that you never actually lived in but makes you happy or actually remember the times that you lived in go for it it can help you feel warmer it can boost up your mood just don't forget to come back because that's important too <laughs> yes do come back do come back and just remember- we miss you come back <laughs> <laughs> remember to enjoy the now
1: because the now has lovely memories too. And perhaps 10, 15 years from now, you're going to remember today and have some animoia about it.
0: So there's a thing I want to share, but I have to to look it up because what is it? Look (sighs) it up. Look it up. It's okay. we got time.
1: In the meantime, (laughs) our listeners can also take a little drink of tea, get a sip of water. Perhaps answer that one text you got in the middle of our podcast and you have not responded because you've been listening to the podcast. So you can text back. So you don't need the information. No, I found it. Okay, now come back. There you go.
0: <laughs> so a good way I feel to summarize this whole thing before we go. Um, yesterday is history and tomorrow is a mystery. And today is a gift. That's why it's called the present.
1: that is it for our podcast today thank you so much for listening we sincerely hope you liked it
0: we would love to know what you thought about our episode so feel free to please leave a comment feel free to let us know what topics you would like for us to discuss in the future
1: yes please subscribe give us a like a follow and or a start rating that would help us out a lot and if you want to hear more episodes like this one please do our social media handles and website and references will be posted on the
0: description down below, as usual. Thank you so much for listening, Cheekies. We will be back every Tuesday with the tea.
1: Bye.
0: Bye.